It's a religion. No, it's not that fucking deep. It's a goddamn They chose to have football on Sundays for a reason, gentlemen. They're just throwing a fucking now ball. Now you're sounding like Jehovah's Witness. Oh, my God. Hey, now, don't disrespect Jehovah's Witness. They're Have you like... heard of our Lord and Savior, John Madden? <laughs> <laughs> They're not, like, terrible. Vince Lombardi. But, uh, Levi's knocking on the door. Have you heard of our Savior, Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> Brought the Chiefs back. Oh, Took us to the Super Bowl twice. <sighs> Going for three. <laughs> Yeah, if the Titans lose this game. No, we'd be in the play. We're in the playoffs no matter what. But I would like a step by week in the home field advantage, which I need the Titans to lose this game for that to happen. I don't know if that's going to happen, Chief. I know. I don't know. Right. Well, we'll see. Steelers got to. We still got time. Hold them back. Step it up. Get the touchdowns. Let's go. You know what I care about? You know who it's all about? It's all about the Mets, baby. The, the Mets. Mets. <laughs> the Mets. Let's go, baby. Get a home run. <laughs> it's not about the money, Spider-Man. Yeah. It's, it's about, about the Mets, Mets baby. The Mets. <laughs> Come on, baby. Let's get a home run, baby. Let's go. <laughs> the Mets. <laughs> again we probably sound different because for the first time we are all in person recording this is like back in the day at the galaxy radio yeah it took um five episodes it's got no this is episode six actually it's like us six episodes and but we're finally here we did it we We fucking did we did it joe we did it in one room recording in person <laughs> i don't know when the next time is this will happen oh so fucking hell we should cherish this moment yeah but whenever we have our special episode in two weeks whenever we review the musical performance the live theater performance of cats no we're not doing at that. the fox baby the fox baby it's about the fox <laughs> uh, l- it's not about the money spider-man uh, it's about cats, baby. <laughs> cats. Wait, give me the rope. Tuggin', let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, we will we are recording because literally both me and Levi have come to St. Louis solely to talk about the only movie we're discussing today, which is Spider Man No Way Home. Yup. I I don't I'm like I don't know if we're gonna like we're we're gonna give an update on like hawkeye but then we saw the movie and we were just like nope this is main priority well uh, i think we should give like a quick rundown on what happened in last episode probably i don't know um i mean basically we just see like for hawkeye this week all we saw was like clinch trying to do things on his own he's trying to uh keep kate safe and kate basically was trying to get back in touch with him because she feels like uh, she has more to 
more to help. Mm-hmm. And we see Clint finally deal with uh, the repercussions of being Ronin with uh, with Echo. And we see how he handles that situation. And then there's a uh, surprise reveal. A surprise reveal of who the villain behind everything is. We'll probably talk more about that later, too. Yeah, but for the most part, good episode. Uh, finale's next week, so... Let's go, baby! We'll probably, in um, two weeks in our next recording, we'll probably do a uh, yeah, full, wrap up, full wrap up of uh, Hawkeye. Yep. But, talk about the series as a whole. Yeah. But today is um, today is the day of Spider-Man because there's so much to talk about in this movie. There's so much shit that has happened, and there's so many good things yes. about it. But, um, yeah, this is probably going to be, I don't think it's going to be like a terribly long episode, but it's going to be a lengthy one since we're just talking about one movie for the entire um, episode. Yeah. But it's going to just be split up into at least just like two sections because we're going to just give off our basic like thoughts and process of um, non-spoilers and then the rest of this episode is just spoilers. Yeah, that, um, way, uh, that way even people who haven't seen the movie yet, you can at least listen, hear our thoughts on it. Then yeah. we'll let you know when we're going to talk about spoilers. And then if you want to tune out for that, you can. If you want to hear our spoiler-filled thoughts, you can do that as well. Yeah, uh, the time for the time for spoilers will be in the description of like Spotify or wherever you're listening to this from. We'll have a... Uh, I'll put in, like, a tag for what time the spoilers start and what time they'll end. So, yeah. But we can go ahead and just get this started. But, um, I don't know, Brendan, do you want to do the honors and give the synopsis of No Way Home? It would be my pleasure, Stephen. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> All right. So the basic synopsis of uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, it takes place immediately after uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, where we see that Mysterio... Um, sent footage to the Daily Bugle, and he reveals the identity of Spider-Man as Peter Parker to the whole world. Uh, Basically, from that, we see how that impacts Peter's life, how it impacts his relationship with his aunt, his friends, uh, MJ, and uh, basically his whole entire life. Um... And ultimately, he decides to go to Doctor Strange so that Doctor Strange could, in some way, shape, or form, hopefully, uh, cast a spell to fix it. And Doctor Strange agrees, uh, and he casts a spell that would make the the whole world forget that he is Spider-Man. But Peter, wanting to have uh, his cake and eat it too, screws up the spell uh, and causes basically causes people from across the multiverse uh, who know that Peter is Spider-Man um, to come into his universe. And it's his job to find these people, to take them on, and to ultimately send them home. And for the most part, that's pretty much the synopsis of Spider-Man No Way Home. Yep. Huh. Do you want me to just go ahead and jump into my thoughts then? Go for or... it. So I told uh, I told Levi and Steven that uh, I've I've enjoyed a couple Marvel movies this year, but none of them have blown me away yet. 
I uh, I enjoyed Black Widow. Um, I thought Shang Chi was okay. I thought it was pretty good, but uh, I absolutely hated Eternals, as yeah. as you probably heard in in that episode. So none of the Marvel movies blew me away, and I was waiting for uh, for the one that would. And I was hoping that it would be Spider Man, and I'm very uh, I'm very happy to say that Spider Man No Way Home was that movie. It yeah. blew me away. Was an absolute blast to see in 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 the theater, and to see it with you guys. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it it just in my opinion. I thought that it did everything right. It had great action. All of the emotional moments felt emotional. There was weight to the movie. Um, none of the none of it was undercut by stupid jokes. <laughs> none of the emotional moments were undercut by stupid jokes. Um, and overall, I just thought that it was awesome. Uh, Michael Giacchino, I want to do a shout out to him as well. He was the guy that did the music for the movie did a great job with the music oh, absolutely um, absolute blast uh all of the villains did a good job uh specifically which i'm sure we'll talk about more yeah willem defoe <laughs> as the green goblin once again um absolutely amazing seeing him seeing him and doc ock uh alfred molina interact as well was a sight to see and like i said overall i just thought it was a good movie it was very strong um it felt like it felt like a spider-man movie um and when i say that um i think back about like the toby Maguire spider-man movies the andrew garfield spider-man movies and how different they felt to like tom holland's spider-man movies um in my opinion, I feel like those movies had more weight, had more, um, like, drama to them, more emotional impact. Not to diss Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I think that he's a good Spider-Man, but his movies... Um, I liked Homecoming, Far From Home, I thought was fun as well, but none of them had the emotional weight, I thought, of the other movies um, with the other actors, and I thought that this one actually did it. I thought that this one was just super strong, very emotional, very impactful, just overall blast of a movie. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean I'll go next. I was gonna say whoever wants to go <laughs> next, you can go. So. Yeah, might as well. Um watching this movie, I I'm like with all the Marvel movies that came out this year, I like I enjoyed Black Widow. I had a lot of fun with Shang-Chi because I thought that was like a really good, that was a really fun and good movie. Mm-hmm. I don't like the Eternals. We already know this. We don't need to go back and gloss over <laughs> it. I, I don't like the Eternals at all. But I like, I mean, I knew from the jump I was going to really enjoy No Way Home. Even before like, you know, the rumors and like the rumors and speculations about like who were going to be in the movie were, like, even around, I was just like, this just looks like it'll be a fun movie in general. And, honestly, it was was much more than a fun movie. This movie was fucking hurtful. Yes. This movie hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, it was a great movie, but, like, it was a great movie that had a lot of fun in it, but, like, 
It also hurt a lot to sit through. Not because it was boring, but it, it's just there's a lot of emotional pain in this movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I had a great time watching this. Like Brendan said, Willem Dafoe in this movie is like very fucking amazing in this. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. Like I, the man has always been a great actor. Mm-hmm. So I like from what he's been doing recently. Like, I got think my favorite performance before. I saw No Way Home was um, his performance in The Lighthouse with Robert Pattinson because that was a real that was really fun and also just a really strong performance from him too. Mm-hmm. But seeing this is like this one just took the cake because it's just him going back to doing what he did back all the way in what two thousand one two thousand two two thousand two all the way back then nineteen years ago yeah and just like getting back to that and just getting onto it as if nothing has like changed in the past 19 years mm-hmm. and it's been it was great like him and alfred molina's doc doc was real good jamie fox as electro everyone that is in this movie has had like was had a really strong role in it and it was lots of fucking fun to sit and watch through yeah i i think at some point in the movie i was just like this movie like it just it isn't just fun and like emotionally strong it just looks really good too and i think it was like right around when the second act was really about to start picking up Mm -hmm. i was just like holy shit this movie just looks amazing as well they they really outdid themselves with no way home they did not have to do it they could just make this just like another homecoming and far from home but they they how do I make... How do I say this? They lull you in into a false sense of security for a while. Mm-hmm. Because it, it starts off with the fun... With the fun, usual, like, no way, far from home, a homecoming action and, like, jokes. And then it gets, then it gets serious. Yes. And it doesn't <laughs> stop being serious until the credits start rolling. Mm-hmm. And the fact that that's what happens in a... Um, in a in a Spider Man movie, is astounding, and this is also such an ass backwards statement because I hate Thor Ragnarok for this exact same reason. Yeah, like I don't like Thor Ragnarok because I think it it did it did the opposite of what um Spider Man did. Spider Man went from being funny to having this like funny yet serious movie. Mm-hmm. While Thor went from, like, serious movies to just, like, no hard, like, it was just a hard shift from the second movie into just a comedy of the third one. Yeah. It was such a hard shift. And, like, I don't get me wrong. I appreciate what Taika Waititi did with this movie, with, did with Thor Ragnarok, because it's still, it is a nice looking movie and it is funny, but it's just not for me because it just has a sudden shift of tone. And what I guess what I like about No Way Home is that the shift from lighthearted to dark is very gradual throughout the movie. It doesn't mm-hmm. just hit you with a dark moment. It builds up to it and then just does not, like, change for the rest of the movie. Yeah. And, and it they, does it so well. They give a reason for it. Yeah, it, there's a reason why, like, it happens in it. Like, you don't have to look at the other movies that Spider-Man has been in to see where... 
the humor changes and whatnot, or, like, sort of tone shifts into. Because mm-hmm. that's what, whenever, like, I've complained about Thor, I've people are just like, well, he was funnier in the other movies. And I'm like, I understand that in the other, in his honest, in a movie with other people that he is a lot funnier, but you gotta go back to the roots when you hit a main storyline feature in the character. Yeah. And that's, like, what, that's what bothers me about it. And this has been my controversial Marvel take of the episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had a great time watching this movie. Loved it to death. And now I'm going to let Levi talk. Yeah. Um, you guys know, like, I'm, I like superheroes. I like Marvel movies and whatnot. And I do like Spider-Man. I, I do. Like, I grew up watching the Tobey Maguire one, same as you guys, and... Saw the Andrew Garfields when they came out when we were all in high school. But um, I, I'm i not as big on Marvel. I'm not as big on Spider-Man as you guys are. So I'm, I'm not as like emotionally connected with the characters and with these guys as much as you all are. Mm-hmm. But I still genuinely enjoyed the movie. I, I've enjoyed all of uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man movies. Whereas mm-hmm. like the Tobey Maguire ones, like... The first two are good, and then three is... <laughs> it, we know. And then the Amazing Spider-Man movies with Andrew Garfield. First one's good, but then the second one, it's ass. Like, <laughs> But like, but li- literally, the last ones for Toby and Andrew, they were both ass. And then um, all the Tom Hollands, though, have like genuinely been good. Like, no, no complaint. Like, too much complaints for mm-hmm. any of Tom Holland's movies. So... I genuinely enjoyed seeing it. I did enjoy, like, even though you guys marathoned all the Spider-Man movies before I did um, yeah, I... for this week, but in, I, I have not seen the Tobey Maguire one since elementary school. I have not seen the Andrew Garfield one since high school. And then last time I saw either Tom Holland's was when we binged him for Infinity War and then in the theater for Far From Home. But it's still, I still remember the characters and whatnot and it was nice to see the same villains come back um from the original like toby mcguire and andrew garfield ones it was nice seeing them and i still remembered the lines even if it was through memes or like it was just a famous line yep. or from the movie <laughs> yeah. or whatnot so i'm something of a scientist myself <laughs> <laughs> what is it the power of the sun the, the power of, of the sun hand. and the palm of my hand yeah so I still, I enjoyed seeing them all. Alfred Molina's Doc Ock, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, Jamie Foxx's Electro. They, they were all great. They were all fun to see on screen again. Yeah, I guess, I mean, that's my general thoughts about it. It was, it was fun. It was good. It was a solid. And it did, it, I understand what you're saying. Like, it did feel like a Spider-Man movie because Tom Holland's other two Spider-Man movies, like, haven't felt like a real Spider-Man movie, like what all three Tobey Maguire's and the two Andrew Garfield's did, because you got an Avenger lurking over, you got, in the first one, you got Tony Stark, you got Iron Man, like, all on his ass, and then in Far From Home, you got Nick Fury all on his ass and whatnot, so... Yeah. Well, and you, even in Far From Home, you still feel the presence of Tony Stark throughout. even after he's passed. uh, And that's something I was a little worried about with this one, Um, going in, I was like, I really hope that, like, like you don't feel Tony Stark in the movie or or something like that, and like obviously there's a couple references, but and and then the, 
I was worried that like Doctor Strange was gonna be all on his that, ass that's, yeah, too. And that, that's the only thing with this one was that Doctor Strange is now you had Iron Man in the first one, then you had Nick Fury in this one. Then, but I think I think and I'm I'm not gonna dive into like spoilers or anything, but I think that they actually pulled it off with this one because Doctor Strange was kind of on his ass, but he played a crucial part, right? As like a foil to Peter as well uh-huh. for for the journey. Yeah, and at at one point he does you know go away for a bit, but, right? And you don't like feel like oh man, Doctor Strange is like looming over him just like Tony Stark was or just like Nick Fury was. Oh, like man. it feels like Tom Holland's movie throughout the whole thing. Yeah, and and I'm so glad that. Like like we've said it, it felt like a Spider Man movie. Absolutely. So Yeah. First one of all of his and this is probably the last one. So I'm I'm really hoping it's not. Hope there's another. I I would like to see um a college trilogy. I would like to see him in college. I mean they already said that they're like planning to make yeah, they, another set of trilogies. Yeah, Kevin Feige's already said that Spider-Man Four is like in active development right now. Yeah, so they're already so, like trying to work on it. Yeah, so they're gonna do something with it. I honestly don't think that they're gonna like do a. They're gonna like. I don't think they're gonna get rid of Tom Holland just yet. I don't want. I I, I actually they, I like. I really like Tom Holland as Spider-Man, and I especially like where it looks like they're going to take him after this movie. Yeah, I think they're going to, like, take... After the movie... After this movie ended, I think they're going to take him in a really good... They could take him in a really good direction. Mm-hmm. It is literally just based on what they decide to do with the, like, next three... The next trilogy of what of uh, movies. Yeah. They can do that. And honestly, if depending on what they do, then yeah... You can cuff, you can finish Spider Man off in like in the next set of trilogy in the next trilogy. We don't know what the fuck's gonna happen yet. Yeah, but it this movie sets up a lot of like a lot of groundwork for what could be a very very good trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else is there to say? I know I was gonna say something else like non spoilery. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I know we're gonna like. End up talking about shit. Yeah. But <laughs> we're about to go all spoiler out. Yup. Okay. No uh, way away from the spoiler. <laughs> no way yeah, away. You can't yeah. Avoid spoiler. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, well, yeah. It's been a great time to get to just like to sit and watch the movie. I honestly. What I did not realize was this movie did not feel like two and a half hours. That's another thing I was going to say. Yeah. Because I sat there watching the movie and I was like, all right, cool. And then the next thing I know, I'm like, oh, God, the movie's over. And I'm like, wait a minute. It's been like the full like two and a half hours since we started in the theater. And it never hit me that it was like that whole. It was that long. Yeah. It was just like in and out. I also have. I also realized that, like, we were all incredibly focused on this movie. Because, yeah. uh, I'm like, our friend Mary was sitting next to me, and the person she was sitting next to was, like, talking through the movie, just, like, asking, like, and stupid questions. Asking questions about, like, who these characters are. And this was, like, right next to me, and I heard absolutely nothing because I was so honed in into the movie that everything around me was just, like, 
I heard some things, but not enough things yeah. at all. Elizabeth was coughing through the first 15, 20 minutes of the movie, and I never heard it. Yeah, And same. she was sitting right yeah. next to me. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, I heard not a damn thing throughout that movie. But, unless, um, it was, unless it was dialogue from the film. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, this movie had around the same runtime as the as uh, Eternals, and it's amazing how one yeah. felt like the <laughs> two and a half hours, and then this one didn't feel like two and a half yeah. hours at all. Yeah. Like the and pacing in this even, movie was, and you can't even like blame it on the amount of characters because this movie had just as many main characters running around in the movie. Yep. Like, yep. this, had, this probably had, like, at least, like, a couple more. Yeah, it actually juggled, like... Because there's what? There's nine Eternals. Ten? I thought there were ten. Is there ten? They're supposed to be ten. I, don't, I know all their names, but I'm not about to list all their names. Yeah. But, like, we had the five villains. We had Peter. We had MJ. We had Ned. Ned we had Aunt May. Mm-hmm. Happy. That's nine right there. And then so. you got Doctor Strange. Then you got Doctor Strange. That's ten. Yeah, so... Like, I don't know. I just feel like this movie did a better job of pacing. Mm-hmm. It, at, at one point, at a certain point in the movie, probably in the second act, it kind of just hits breakneck speed. And it does not, like like you said, Stephen. Like, it does not. Like, the tension from that point on just uh-huh. completely goes throughout the whole entire rest of the movie. Oh, yeah. And that works for it really well. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Also, Jameson. Oh characters. yeah, J.K. Simmons back. That's eleven characters. That's eleven characters that yeah. you got to balance. Yeah. Oh, it was great seeing him back too. I love J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. Oh yeah, he was really fucking good as like Jameson as usual. So. But uh, yeah, there were there are like a lot of like nice interactions in this movie throughout the entire like run. Everyone had like a good. Everyone had, like, a good balance. No one felt... I think I, I said this one as soon as I, like, got... As soon as we got back in the car, I was like, no character felt like they overstayed their welcome. Mm-hmm. Everyone that was in this movie was in there for, like, a good amount of time. No one was, like, overbearing, and no one felt like they had, like, a little amount of time. Like, yeah, they're a character that are not in it too much, but, like, they don't... It's just because, like, some char- some characters are just, like, here just to, like pad out like a roster Mm -hmm. but they don't feel like they're like it doesn't feel like they're nothing they're like nothing characters just to like be there well and and they all felt like their characters from their movies um that was another thing that i i wanted to mention is uh like when electro shows up mm -hmm. and he starts interacting with people he Especially when he first shows up, he feels like the Electro from The, the Amazing Spider-Man 2, where he's like that that dorky guy who wants to be somebody and stuff mm. like that. Now, he changes a little bit as the movie goes on, and that's because of how he's interacting with these people. Yeah. And he ends up being a different Electro than the Electro that we saw in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. But when we first see him, he definitely feels like that character. Yeah. felt the same way for Sandman. Sandman acted the way that Sandman would have acted at the end of Spider-Man 3 when he first shows up. Yeah, but then something changes and he's just like, no. Yeah. It's just he becomes a different type of uh, of character. And I think that's what the movie does well. It shifts a lot of the characters into making them feel 
like how you might have known them from the original. However, they mold them throughout the move throughout the no way home they just mold them into like their own different versions yeah and it works really well it works really really fucking good well and they pay respect to them too yeah like, like there's not a character that's just there for a joke like we we talked about this before we talked about this last night uh-huh. uh to compare it with like the rise of skywalker yeah and how like they bring palpatine back and they just kind of throw it away and Palpatine feels like he's just there because he's Palpatine. Yeah. Then you have like Green Goblin and Doc Ock, for example. And you, yeah, they're, they're kind of doing the same thing where they're just bringing in a villain from the old movie and, and hoping that it'll work, but it's written well, it's written. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason why they are there. There's like purpose and meaning as to why they were there. Instead of saying somehow, Palpatine returned. They could have said somehow a green goblin came to our universe. Like it's, they, they don't do something no. like that. Like th- it's actually written as to why they should be there. And that yeah, that's the difference like what we were talking about last night where it th- this move No Way Home was good, but at the same time it's also it, it's nothing but fan service. It's got fan service written all over it yes. with bringing the villains back and everything. And the quotes. Yes, like li- literally that it this movie like while it's good and while it does work in the MCU and functions in the MCU like it, all the other films do with one another, it it also was quite a bit of, like, it was made for fans, bringing back everyone. And they knew what they were doing when they did that. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It was, like, we all knew, that we like, people went into the movie knowing this would be a fan service movie, but it's still going to be really fucking good regardless. Yeah, yeah and that's, that's what I was going to say is, like, I think that's another reason why it works is even though it is fan service... It's fan service that's done well. Yes, yes exactly. And that, that's the difference between like Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, where that movie is like the same thing. It's nothing but fan service, but it it's forced and it's done because fans were upset with the Last Jedi. There, there was no like fan service done for Force Awakens, except for like throwbacks, like the characters and their lines and, like, and what Darth Vader helmet, yes. and stuff like that. But then yeah. Last Jedi tried to. Like, Last Jedi went on to do its own thing as an original Star Wars film, which I give props to. But then Rise of Skywalker, it was all because of the controversial backlash of half of the world with Last Jedi. It was just forced fan service into Rise of Skywalker to please people. And you know what's a good version of a good, like, way of fan service in a Star Wars movie? Fucking the end of Rogue One. Yes. The end of Rogue One is a good example of, like... Fan service done fucking correctly. It was yeah. an, Rogue One was an original film all by itself, and then it had little bits of fan service, especially at the end there. Like that yeah. is like that whole like, like Darth that whole Vader third act was just and, fucking yes. good. And seeing how it ties into literally the beginning yes. of A New Hope, whereas yeah. like Rise of Skywalker, it was like beginning to end, like all forced and it just oh. fucking kiss i will never forgive the movie oh, for that. i got so pissed in the theater when that happened i was like don't you do it don't you well, do and, it and like with that it changed the characters yes you know? like i'm someone i'm someone who actually liked what they did with with luke and the last jedi yeah i i actually really liked what they did with him and, yeah and how they did that but um like yeah we see how characters like change from movie to movie with with uh like rise of skywalker especially mm. and it's like 
like Hux, for example. Like Hux would be a good yes. example. Like Hux oh. was an intimidating person in uh, Force Awakens, and even a little in bit Last of the Last Jedi. Jedi. Like he plays a bit more of like a a comedic one with Kylo Ren, kinda. But, but you, he was still the same. He as was what still he the was same character. The and then the in thing. and then in the Rise of Skywalker, he's like, "I'm the spy. Yeah. I'm the traitor." <laughs> and he's like, "I don't want them to win." <laughs> yes, and it's like, "What? I just need Ren to lose." Yes, and it's like, like, "What the fuck is this?" What? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I, like I said, all of the characters in No Way Home, I felt like. They're the same characters that you saw 20 years ago. Yeah. Like Green Goblin, how he ended up at the end of Spider-Man in 2002, feels like the same Green Goblin. Yes. And he's just in a different world interacting with new people. It it all just works. Mm -hmm. And I I just, I love that. Because it felt like I was watching those movies again. And... And I do recommend, if you are going to see um, No Way Home, especially in the theater, if you have the time, I would absolutely recommend watching the the original movies like uh, Spider-Man 1 through 3, Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, and even Tom Holland's movies. Just because it, it, it does flow very well, and it's cool seeing where those characters were. And how they ended up where they are. I think that it just makes the experience a little bit better. You know, that's something I did want to point out is um, we talk all the time like DC versus Marvel. And like Marvel has or DC has more memorable villains than Marvel does. Like Marvel, you ask me to name a Marvel villain, it usually takes me a bit unless it's like a big baddie like Thanos or something. But Mm -hmm. you can list DC villains, no problem. Yeah. But I do want to say that. All the Spider-Man villains are pretty memorable. Yeah, like you can. Those those are like the only villains in Marvel that, aside from I mean, like Thanos, that even are, someone like fair, the Lizard is yeah. so memorable. Yeah, and like to be fair, like if you want a hero that has a like a Marvel hero with the best roles gallery is going to be Spider-Man. Absolutely, yeah. Spart- like Spider-Man, like Spider-Man is just is. The, his Rose Gallery is only rivaled by Batman's. Yeah. Because they both have, like, so many iconic yeah. villains in the two of them. And the, yeah, DC, in DC, Batman's got the most out of all the DC Well, heroes. and we still have so many Spider-Man villains that we haven't, that we haven't seen. seen in the movies yet. And that are still just as iconic. Yeah, we still have, like, Black Cat, Craven the Hunter. Technically, we still have Venom. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we still got that. Even Tombstone, Hammerhead, yeah, stuff we got, like, like them. And, yeah, we still got all of that to, like, cover. And there's so much more that could happen, especially when we get into spoilers and talk about, like, characters that appear in this movie. That also just cracks up with potential for a lot of, those, a lot of new things. Mm, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, if, do we got anything else to talk about non-spoiler-wise? I thought we covered, like, a lot of good ground. We, I think we did, I think yeah. We, from what we can say. If you yeah, because I think we'll do... Haven't we'll, seen the movie. Yeah, yeah, we'll cover a lot more ground when we talk about spoilers because there's a lot more to say and a lot... Oh, yeah. And much more, like, to really, like, wrap the uh, wrap our brains around and just convert, converse about. And I mean, with, like, a $242 million opening, I would imagine a majority of America or the world has seen the movie. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah, well... If that is the case, then I guess we can jump into spoilers. So, um, I'm gonna 
put in a timer, which is probably we're gonna probably start. In. Yeah. And if you haven't seen the movie and you're not gonna stick around for the spoilers, then go, go see enjoy it. this movie. Go see it, then come back. I still and finish this episode. I yeah. still recommend watching the other ones before you watch this one, as it makes the experience that much better. Yeah. But if you don't have time to do that, go and see this movie. Yeah. It is. It is. Such a great time. It is amazingly a great it is a great it is a good great time. Yeah, like I said, if you can't if you if you go see the movie, go see the movie, then come back and finish this episode to hear what we have to say about it in full detail. Yep. Which is gonna be starting right now. Alright. Oh, you added a little thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know you could. Well, he's the one who starts it all the time, so he has the power to... Oh, yeah, you do have this stuff. We don't, because we don't start it. Because I just invite y'all, and y'all kind of just go for it. Yeah, we can't add flags. Nope. Rick flags? No. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Wow, okay. Shut the fuck up. Anyway. So, are we going to talk about how, uh... Are we going to talk about how Green Goblin just straight up Batista bombed Tom Holland in this movie? God damn it. Uh, absolutely, because that was fucking wild as shit. Like the so uh, okay, we're just yeah, we're we're just gonna bust the gate right open with these spoilers, right? We warned, we warned y'all. Anyway, we said we're gonna, we said we're talking about spoilers. Green busted open a can of whoop ass. My man, like this. So okay, let's start from the fucking top with the with everything that happens. You know, Peter Peter fucks up the. Peter fucks up Steven's spell. We know this. It's in the trailer. It happens. And then, like, he... All the villains... Like, the villains pop up. They they pop up pretty, like, quickly and sporadically. Like, they yeah, don't... They, they all pop up at a gradual pace. Yeah, they, they wasted no time. Because once then, that like, spell first, gets like, messed half up... Hour, once that spell gets messed up, we are immediately introduced to Doc, Doc Ock. And, then and he, I was a little surprised. I was like... Oh shit, we're we're already, already on the bridge. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. And then once once he's there, you see um you see Green Goblin and you're just like, "All right, cool. Yep. There's a break in between of like uh Doctor Strange and Peter talking cuz he's just like, "What the actual fuck? You fucked the spell up." For I, real. That was funny. Real quick, I thought it was funny that Doctor Strange looked at Peter and he goes, are you telling me that you came to me to do a spell to make everyone forget you were Spider-Man because you wanted to get into college and you didn't even call them to plead your case as to why you should so, be accepted? So, and so I looked hold, over at Elizabeth. Hold, uh-huh. So hold on. Um, when you said that, I leaned towards Leo and I was like, Deadass, you can fucking do that? That's exactly <laughs> what I said. To, that's what I was going to say. I leaned over to Elizabeth and I was like, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, what the fuck? I mean, I was just like Peter. I was, I was like, what? I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> I didn't know you could do. I, I don't think any of us had that problem because we all got accepted into into Webster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So none of us had that problem. We were like, hey, all right. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, what the fuck? That's a possibility. Well, I, I like the meme. We've all seen the meme, even when the first trailer came out, where he's like doing the spell, and he's like, but wait, I want this person and this person and this person to still know, and Dr. Stranger's like, then just tell him again, dumbass. <laughs> Credits roll. <laughs> just tell them afterwards. Just tell but them also, again, you know dumbass. what? I'm going to blame it. I'm going to blame that one on Stephen Strange, too. I'm going to blame Dr. Strange for that being <laughs> fucked up. Because why would he have not asked Peter first? Is there anyone that you want to not forget? 
Is there anyone That's that you want true. to still know that you're Spider-Man? Yeah. And I know that it had to it had to be that way because the movie had to happen. But right. It's just like Steve. And I'm I, like it just, and I feel like that just showed that like even though Stephen Strange, Doctor Strange is fucking powerful. I mean, it's still fucking forgetful as shit. Wong makes a joke about it in the fucking beginning. No, I was going to say, because I know that me and you talked about it, especially, like, whenever the first trailer dropped. I remember we talked about it. Um, about why, like, why would Strange be so arrogant to cast this yes, spell after yes. he's been so... Why would he even think about casting this spell? And then you find before? out in the movie, it's actually not that, like, bad, bad of a yeah. spell. And also... He's a bit bitter that Wong is now the Sorcerer Supreme. Right. Yeah. So, and even Wong, they edited that in the fucking trailer. They, they used did. a different, yeah, a different take where Wong's like, "Don't cast that spell, Strange." Right. And but, but in this movie, Wong's like, Dude, "I just want. don't want to be involved." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Whatever, just don't involve me." Yeah. yeah. So it's it's really not that bad of a spell. Peter just kind of fucked it up because Stephen had to do it so many times. Yeah. It, it's yeah, it's just a fucking simple spell that just goes fucking crazy. Yeah, and yeah, like he does, like that spell gets fucked up, and you just get to meet like every villain is like back to back in it. And honestly, like it was, it was weird. Also, I realized that fucking, I realized like the the double fake out in the forest it really it took me too long to fucking realize that in the background was saying man yeah and then because i was like i was like what the fuck and then i was like oh wait there's electro because it fucking distracts you from like that was saying in the fucking background in the beginning yeah he was he was going mm-hmm. through the dirt yeah. yeah and like i like how they did um how they did that because like we like most people that have seen sand like seen spider-man they remember that like Sandman didn't end up... It didn't end the movie as a villain. Right. He ended the movie, like, very much respecting Spider-Man for what he did. Which is, like... As as Levi said, I just want you to understand. <laughs> I did it for family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, yeah. How he, he immediately comes to Spider-Man's aid. And he's like, Peter, it's me. It's Flint. And I'm like, oh, the, yeah, they, like, they know that he's, know. he's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. And then Peter accidentally fucks that up, which is not his fault. I was going to say, that's really not his fault because he's trying to explain to Flint, like, he's trying to t- send him home. Flint has no idea what's going on and because Flint this is just, isn't his universe. And Flint was just like, did you just fucking murder someone? You're right. <laughs> did you just murder someone? Yeah, he is just like, did you just fucking murder someone? And he, and then that's when, and that's when the shift from him being like... A good dude to being a bad guy, which isn't even a fucking bad guy. He's literally just fucking concerned about what the fuck just happened. Yeah, because th- honestly, throughout this entire movie, Flint Marco's not a bad person. Right. He's just like he's just he's just kind confused. of involved. Yeah. He's involved and confused on what the fuck is happening. Yeah. And honestly, that's what every villain is in this movie. They're just like, what the fuck is going on? Except for, for Green Goblin. Goblin. And yeah, and that and that see that whole moment took me out because like you know everyone comes into the see everyone comes into the movie being um like evil, but once like Peter sits there and tells them everything, they're just like, oh, 
alright, I'm not gonna be, like, I'm not as pissed, I'm not, like, super evil about this, it's just, like, there's some weird shit happening, we kind of understand what the fuck's going on now. Yeah. And they're all just like, well, uh, you do you, and we'll just, you know, we'll just, we just want to go to fuck home and just kill our Spider-Mans, and they're just, he's just like, alright, cool. But then it's the villains that make, that set up the actual problem, because they all are just like, wait a minute, you shouldn't be alive. Because they make the connection and like that the villain that they're, all the villain that they're seeing in their respective universes are all dead prior. Well, yeah, some of them are. Yeah, some of them, the only one that technically is alive in the move at the end of their movie is only like Flint. And Lizard. And Lizard. But, and, and here's something that, that I thought was, again, actually pretty well done in the writing mm-hmm. um, was even Stephen Strange, Doctor Strange doesn't know who's dead and who's alive. He just says some of them are destined to, to die. die by Spider-Man. Yeah. And then that causes all of them to be like, wait, oh, am I, am am I, I going to die if I go back? Yeah. Like, obviously Doc Ock knows he is. that that Green Goblin's going to die. Right. And Flint Sandman knows tells that, him that, that he's, he's going to die. die. Yeah. And, and Electro, then Electro is like, like I, I don't know off. what happens to Lizard, but I know I die. <laughs> yeah. Like, they all you care to, like, know they're like, we're, a, we're all, like, they're all on the verge of death. And I, I like that with Electro, because that means that even when he got blown up in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, he was still his alive. presence was still there. there. It was still in the inhibitor chip. Like, not the inhibitor chip, but, like, the little device that was collecting his power. Yeah. It was still there. He just wasn't, like put together yeah so yeah like it everyone like there is just like what the fuck is happening and then once they find it out they're also just like what the fuck is going on yeah and then like peter's just like you know what fuck it i'll actually help y'all out and that just starts a big fight between like him and dr strange Mm -hmm. which was really fucking good and he fucking beat dr strange and i was like Right, because magic is just math. Yeah, magic is just fuck. <laughs> it's just fucking geometry, and I'm like, you know what? You're better than I am. I would have fucking lost this fight so fast. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, but goodness, like once. But that felt like Spider Man too. Yeah, like that, that that was just like a, because yeah. Spider Man would be the one to be like, if there's a way that we can save them and have them not die, I'll do we it. We should do it. Yeah, and then Doctor Strange is like. No, this is this is literally how it's supposed to go down. Yeah, and but like, Peter would be the one to try and change it. Yeah, and even when like Doctor Strange tells that initially, it like sends him on like a weird. It sends him like on a crisis bit a bit because he's just like, I don't want to kill these people, but it's what is best for like all the of multiverse. them. <laughs> yeah, and and then he he goes to feast and talks to Aunt May because who when he gets Norman there, Osborne. yeah, who finds a Norman Osborn who prior broke um broke off his mask and just like ran off somewhere you ran off, off to feast. feast which is really fucking specific and now i realize why i was specific but whatever yeah. but like he yeah he runs off to feast and he finds aunt may and he's just like i i he like he he's just like i where i used to live is no longer existing it he there's didn't someone confirm, in my house there's someone in my house <laughs> He straight up confirms that um, Oscorp does not exist in the MCU. Yeah. And then he's just like, 
my son just doesn't exist. And I was like, ah, fuck, that's, oh, that's what, that's fucking true. And it's fucking hurtful that he's just like, yeah, what I used to know just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And he just, he just wants to go home. So him and, Aunt, like, he tells Aunt Mabel, I'm just going to send these people home. I don't care what happens. And she's just like, you cannot just let these people die. Yeah. And she has a talk with him. And she says that. Well, that's that's later. That's Oh, fuck, that is later. Whatever, yeah, I fucked that's it up. That's later. She that, still, is... that is much later. My bad. I yeah. fucked it up. Anyway, she has, but she still has, like, a deep talk with him. Which did when that ha- when that first happened, I was like, "There's something wrong," because she, yeah. uh, up May in the first movies, had not had a fucking deep moment with Peter like this, yeah, at all. And I was like, "Something ain't right about this. I don't know what the fuck this is." And she like tells him like, "We all have a responsibility like to do what's right, even though it might not seem the best way to do it." Yeah. And he takes a risk, and he frees all of the villains and he's like i'm gonna actually not send you guys home just yet i'm going to cure all all five of you and then send you home yeah so that you won't die yeah so he goes to um he goes to happy's place because in the means <laughs> he goes to his happy place <laughs> i mean yeah i mean he does do that later but that's for a, a little but, bit. But that's for a sad reason but he um he goes to like Happy's house, which is just they it's just like where they're going to lay off while um while no while um people are figuring out that Peter Spider Man yeah he needs a place to stay and after talking to fucking Matt Murdoch, Murdoch yeah. Matt fucking Murdoch played Such by Charlie Cox. <laughs> Like still, I told you that Hawkeye episode dropped this week for a reason. Oh, yeah, God. they straight up it was just Charlie Cox as fucking Matt Murdock. It's just like he got him off for the crimes. He did. He did what he had to do. He's just like honestly, just go lay low for a while, and shit should breeze over for so at least a little bit. Does this mean with because Hawkeye takes place in New York at Christmas, and uh-huh. No Way Home takes place in New York at Christmas? Oh wait a fucking minute. Mm-hmm. Someone, <laughs> someone pointed out at the oh end. Oh God! Of, someone, yeah. So someone pointed out at the end of the movie, uh-huh. when Spider Man's doing his final swing, he swings over the tree, the building that's at the that's shown in the Hawkeye finale, like the the hotel where the auction was taking place at. He yeah, swings over that. Fuck. Oh shit! But so. then, like, but that just means like they're gonna like, if anything, they'll just like, they'll, will he be? Will it just be like a slight little like cameo? We don't know. I don't know. We'll have to wait until in next. this final episode of Hawkeye. Oh, but my listen, God. but listen, man. When they threw the brick through the window, and Matt, Matt caught just fucking it, yeah. he just it. shot his arm out, <laughs> grabbed it, didn't even look because he didn't need to. Yeah. And Peter goes, "How'd you do that?" He goes. I'm a really good lawyer. Well, he, <laughs> he can't look. He's blind. So. That's, oh, sh- that's the fine. I said he didn't need to. He didn't need to look. He has extra. He could sense it. Yeah, he sensed it a while away. He just boom. Yeah, and just fucking caught it. Oh my! That was great, ah, dude. But <laughs> oh, he's back, baby. But yeah, they send. They he tells them the lay. He tells all of them to lay low, and they just 
like Aunt May and Peter just go stay at Happy's. Well, this Happy's house. Yeah. So he just goes home, pretty much. That means that Happy's just staying with his ex. (laughs) Well, his ex is technically staying with him. him. I know. That's even even more awkward. Well, not for long. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, mean, to be fair, they did break up. So, Yeah. yeah. Did they break up, or was it always just a summer fling? Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows? We'll never know. <laughs> yeah, we'll we never know the truth. Yeah. But um, he said they all go to Happy's. Like, he lets them all in while Happy's just gone. Doing yeah. whatever the fuck he, Happy's doing. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Maybe he was taking care of some business with Hawkeye. We don't know. Maybe he was taking care of Avengers business. Probably. We don't know yet. But he was... Like, he just lets them all in, and he, like, him, Otto, and, um, and Norman all just start, like, working on cures for everybody together. And it's, really? like, a very, well, it's a really very it's nice just, scene. Well, really him and it's Otto. just him and, no, really, it's him and Norman, Norman. at first. Yeah, it is Otto and Norman Because he at first. has to, no, it's Peter oh, and Norman. Norman. Jesus fucking Christ. Because they, the first person they cure is Otto. Yeah, you're right. Because that is Otto is still crazy. Yeah. From the tentacles. Oh, fuck, yeah, you're right. Because, yeah, it's, it's just him and... Yeah, it's them at first. And they actually do it. They do cure... They do they do cure... Doc Ock. Oh, holy shit. Otto Octavius. They cure yeah. Otto. I'm like, all the, brain, all the names are holy just like... Holy shit. All the names are like... God, you're like together. Levi and the oh, Eternals. Yeah. <laughs> I can still name off all the characters. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but he they cure Otto, and yeah, he's fucking great. That was really emotional. That was a good moment because it's just like, yeah, he's it's it's what it's what ha- they just fucking speed run to the end of Spider Man Two. Mm-hmm. They just fucking do a speed run of how to fix that problem. Oh no, because not even that. Because even at the end of Spider Man Two, he, was, he still heard the tentacles talking to him. He, he just, was just in charge of them. Him. He heard nothing at this point. Yeah, Peter in this movie actually causes them to stop Stop talking. Yeah, he just straight up fixes the entire problem. That was emotional. And that was great because, like, he he thanks Peter. He greets Norman like an old friend. And then they continue just to work on everything because they they work on a way to fix Electro. And they just, like, have, like, inhibitors to take out all his, like, electricity. But yep. that also slowly starts off what becomes a really intense scene. Yeah. Because Electro's just like, I really don't know if I want my powers gone. Because he's talking with yeah. Flint, and he's just like, I don't really know. Because there's a whole new world to just fuck shit up in. And I kind of want to see what the power is here. Well, and even in the B. Like, they don't bring it up again, but when he first puts the battery on him to drain it... He feels something off. It hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it kind of hurts. And it's something that he's... Because, well, um, it's just something he's not used to because it's also just different technology from a different universe. Yeah. So he's just like, I don't like it. It, does, it doesn't make him well, feel and, good. Well, and he's drawn to the arc reactor. reactor. Yeah. So he's just getting all, like, that taken away from him. And he's just like, I don't like this. Yeah. And him and Flint are just talking in... Him and Flint are talking in one room... Aunt May and Peter are in the middle, like, in just, like, the middle ground just talking, and in the back working with the Stark, um, fucking... Tech. Is Stark Norman. tech is Norman and Otto, and Otto makes a passing comment, 
which destroys, which is a fucking ladder that just tumbles everything fucking over. He mentions that Osborne, you won't like your dark half is going to be gone. And that perks up Norman. And from that point on, something is just off because you go back to Peter and his senses, which is the first time we actually see what his spider sense looks like in this movie. No, he, we saw it on the bridge, too. But this was just But different. this movie is the first time we see his spider sense. Yeah, like, we see it, we've seen it, but we don't, like, you know, see, see how it looks to him. Yeah. And it's just, it's just so weird, because everything just slows down, which you, like, it go everything around him goes to a crawl. Mm-hmm. And, and we just, like, zoom in and, on his face. And he's just, like, he's, he doesn't know what's wrong, but he eventually figures it out. And right when he figures it out, he stops Norman from... What the fuck is he about to throw? Uh, I think he was, like, working on the cure. Yeah. But I think he was going to throw... Some, he was going to throw something out. I yeah, I don't remember what, but he was about to throw something. And that's when you realize that the entire time... These hates. <laughs> I mean, he's going to get to that, but that's when you found out that the entire time that from when Norman got picked up at Feast to right in this moment, he was just faking this entire thing. Mm -hmm. He has had this planned for the get-go, and that is where shit starts to hit the fan. Yeah, and shit hits the fan, and by God, does shit go fucking wrong. Yeah, like... From this point on, the whole the whole movie just takes a complete turn, and and the thing is, there's, there's a hilarious line, like at the start of it when shit hits the fan, mm-hmm. and it's it's when Norman does that goblin grin, mm-hmm. and you see that he was faking it the whole time, and Otto goes, Norman, and he goes, Norman on sabbatical, honey. <laughs> <laughs> And Electro just stands there and goes, oh, what this. the hell? <laughs> I mean, that's how I fucking react to any of this shit happening. Just like, what the actual fuck? So yeah, like, you find out that Norman has just been lying out his ass the entire fucking time. He let... I mean, to be fair, he probably did. To be fair, at some moment, Norman probably was actually there. Yeah, I think I think that when he first showed up, and we see him arguing with the mask. That was yeah. That that was real. Uh-huh. But I think that as he was leaving, we're led to believe that Norman took over. Uh-huh. But I think that is when the goblin Norman took, took over. over. He breaks the mask, and I think that's when the goblin takes over because he no longer has a mask that he needs to wear. Yeah. The goblin has become him. Yeah, because he's in a new universe. No one knows who the fuck he is. Yeah, just do as he pleases. Exactly. And yeah, he he takes like all he takes over. He starts a fucking fight with Peter almost immediately. Ooh. Electro gets the arc reactor and just dips out. Lizard yeah. has been in the fucking backseat of a truck Moving the entire truck. time. Yeah. And he just breaks the fuck out and just leaves. Everyone dis everyone's gone. Everyone like everybody leaves. And it's just Peter, Norman. And Aunt May in this big ass apartment building. Yeah. And this shit gets fucking wrecked to hell. Oh my god. I think that this is one of my favorite moments in any Spider-Man movie. It I'm is. Not, I'm not exaggerating when I say that. 
the the tension in this whole scene and the way that the action is done just makes me lose my I was on the edge of my seat. I was the entire scene. time too. And the the crazy part of it is I love when when Peter is just going all out on Norman. He's giving him everything he's got. And he jumps on top of him and he like he like he does the Black Widow move where he like wraps his legs around his head and he's like elbow dropping him and he's punching him in the face and there's that shot where Norman gets hit and he turns and, and he just, just laughs at him. The, he has the biggest grin on his fucking face. It's pretty much just like the scene in The Dark Knight when Batman is interrogating the Joker. And he's just wailing on him and the Joker's just laughing at him because he, he does not care. Yeah, he's just like, like, oh my god, it is such a good scene because like, I, yes, in the first Spider-Man, like, you get to see how evil that like, Norman is. But yeah. you still feel... That there's, like, a chance of redemption and sympathy because you're just, like, yeah, no, he just, like, wants to be in control of himself again. And this movie, as soon as, like, the mask comes off, both figuratively and literally, there's no more fucking redemption for Norman at this point. Yeah. It's just, he he is what a Green Goblin should be. Irre-fucking-deemable. Yeah. And just does not give a single shit about who he kills and what happens. Yeah, because, like, even in the comics, like... Norman wasn't redeemable. Like, he actually died as the Green Goblin at one point. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just... It, it's just amazing what they're able to do. Like, even... Like, even the other villains don't really know how to deal with him. Like, how to yeah, react like, to him doing this. Yeah, they all... They, literally, you talk, they all just fucking peace out. They're just like, well, we're not gonna, like, sit, help you. We're just gonna dip. Yeah. And they do, and they just leave Norman and just do what the fuck he does. And he just beats the ever-loving shit out of fucking Peter for, like, a good, like, ten minutes. He fucking Batista-bombed him. He Batista-bombed him through three fucking buildings. He lifted this kid up and body-slammed him through three floors. (laughs) Yeah. It was fucking brutal. And it does not, it does not get better. No. Because, like, it, like... The fight, the fight nears the end, and it literally just looks like the way that Peter, that Toby, and him looked at the end of at the fight as Spider Man one, where they're just fucking bloody to all shit, and it just goes. So I think I think the the, I mean obviously it's gonna be the worst part because it's the end of the fight. Yeah, I think the worst part, and I think this is worse than any of the shit that he did to fucking Toby. Oh yeah, in the first movie is Aunt May's down there. As well. They they make it to the lobby. Mm-hmm. And Aunt May's at the door. Right at the fucking end. And she will not leave Peter. Like, she will not leave him. Mm-hmm. And Norman is still just beating the shit out of this kid. And he says something to Peter. I can't remember what the exact line is. But he calls his glider. He's just like... And he, he. So what he says, he's just like that... Aunt May is the reason that you have, like, such a good... Like, you have a bad... You you're spineless because of Aunt May. Oh, I need yeah. to take away your motivation if you can feel the way you need to feel. Yeah, and he calls the glider to hit Aunt May. And when he does that, he literally grabs Peter by the hair and, and pulls him his fucking head watch up it. <laughs> to make him watch. 
And I think that is like the worst oh, shit. thing that he has ever done. That is fucking horrible because he's just like, like he. Uh, it's already bad that he's just like. You need motivation to be what the fuck you need to be. You need like he remember he remembers the raise that him and Toby Peter were. He remembers that because he did that right. He was doing that fight up until he got transported to the unit to like MCU. Yeah, he was in the middle of that fucking fight. Yeah, and he just remembers what the fucking rage that is. Yeah, and he's just like this new Peter is not what the fuck I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And he's just like instead of looking for my Peter. I'm gonna make him the one I need him to be. Yeah. And he just fucking calls his glider. And when that happens, you know it's going to go fucking horribly wrong. Yeah. Because, like, there's no one around. Happy is on. Happy's fucking rushing over there. Not because of the situation. He just knows that there are fuckers in his goddamn apartment. <laughs> yeah, that's the funny part. Is Happy's like, who are these people in my house? <laughs> He's just like, why are you. Why is there a dude that's got. Four legs! Four, le- four metal legs! He's just like, what are you doing in my house? What are you doing in my house? <laughs> I- and then he pulls up and sees that shit and he's like... Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it, go- it just goes wrong because, like, you... I mean, it's you, we gotta fucking talk about it. Nah, the, so the thing that gets me with this with that scene... Uh-huh. When, he's, when he tries to kill Aunt May... Is he hits her with the glider. She, like, gets clipped by it. And she obviously falls down. Peter starts losing his mind. And Goblin gets on his glider and turns around. And he's like, oh, no, that ain't enough yet. (laughs) Nah, he fucking bomb at her, too. (laughs) He throws multiple at the fucking entire building when he leaves. But he throws, like, three and dips out. Yeah, because the thing is, I I just can't get over that. He hit her with the glider and he's like, that ain't enough. (laughs) (laughs) And he pulls up a bomb and just chucks it at her. Yeah, which Peter still catches. Yeah. And bats away. Yeah. But, uh, and then, yeah, like you said, as he's dipping out, he just drops three more on the police and then leaves. Yeah, and it's just like, what the... He just fucking does that and he just dips out the scene. And Green then, Goblin's just the Joker. He just... <laughs> he's, he's just like, pure chaos. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah. And... He does that, and, you know, Aunt May is okay. She's all good. Him, Her and Peter are talking, and she's like, you know, she's rattled because she just got fucking attacked by a green goblin. Yes, she's and got clipped by a glider. Yeah, but, like, she wasn't, like, yeah, she was clipped, and she's, like, she's good. She's startled, but she's good. But her and Peter talk, because Peter just feels so fucking horrible about what happens. And she gives him one more deep talk, and she just go ahead and does the does the phrase we've been waiting for the for the past two movies. With great power, there must also come great responsibility. And once she says that, you just know that there's something wrong. And he like feels the back of her. Fo- he feels her back, and what's on his hand is just fucking blood because she really did get dead. She got yeah. fatally wounded from the. Cl- from the fucking well, and, and you you kind of see it too like as he lays her down you see it just start pulling yeah and i was like oh, it's, it's, it was a slow shit. it was a slow burn it was a slow wound to really get there and yeah. it Poor that man. shit was fucking horrible Poor because like man. it it was because she's just like i just need a moment to breathe but she fucking can't because she's been stabbed probably in her fucking lung yeah so she can't catch her fucking breath. Yeah. 
and he just sits there and just is distraught because his fucking the last piece of his family is gone yeah he like from that moment he does not have any more family he's yeah. just on his own and happy comes and happy sees what goes on tells and him to get out because the SWAT team's team is there to, yeah and they open fire on him yep and he just <laughs> he just fucking he he has to leave and he just goes yep and once you like once that scene happens the movie does not stop be the movie just keeps the tone of the, the keeps this dark tone it just keeps going yeah like it's just there the entire moment it's just there with the rest of the movie well because it follows up that scene he is standing there just staring at this giant screen of j jonah jameson uh from the daily bugle mm-hmm. talking about how everywhere spider-man goes people get hurt and yeah. people die and how long are we gonna let this happen and he's just at his complete rock bottom yeah and he just this isn't your ordinary darkness no nope. this is advanced Advanced darkness, darkness. <laughs> and he's just gone and like and he has he's all he's doing all of this in the meantime like mj and ned are like they 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 had to put like all three of them had to plan together just like if peter told them if he does if they don't if Peter doesn't like tell them anything in like a relative amount of time to just press the button and just send everyone home no matter what. Yeah. And while that's happening, like he like MJ has the box. Um, Ned has uh the, the sling ring. Yeah, the sling ring for uh for from Doctor Strange because he Peter nabbed it off him right as he finished the fight and just had him on the grand in the Grand Canyon for twelve hours as we find out later, just fucking strung up yeah. for twelve goddamn hours. <laughs> <laughs> and he he does that so ned has the sling ring and they're talking but they can't yeah the sling ring and they're just like we gotta find peter and yeah they go the sling ring here's their call and they open up a portal to get to peter however it's not peter parker that we know it's fucking oh, it's a andrew peter parker that we know it's not mcu but it's fucking andrew garfield that moment yeah. It's what just up? fucking great. I mean, you fucking saw it because for- you saw it because the fucking eyes are huge as shit. Oh yeah, that was the first thing I said. I was like, "That's Andrew. Those that's are, Andrew. Those eyes are goddamn big. I can tell by the eyes." <laughs> and what? he fucking pulls through, and he's just like, "Um," and you find out he's been here for a little while. Yeah, he's been here for at least a little bit because he's just like, like I've been. He's, he's been here for like a day. day. And he's just like, I've kind of just been around. I don't, I've been trying to find what the fuck's been happening. Yeah. And he just. Because he said, I've been trying to find those people. Yeah. The people that, that got sent here. Yeah, so he's been looking, so he's been looking for like a doc. Well, no, he he doesn't. Who the fuck is he looking for? Lizard right and Electro. Lizard and Electro. But timeline wise, he wouldn't know that. Oh, wait, no, the news. Fucking hell, the news. Yeah, he would have known from the news. And that makes sense. Yeah, the news makes a lot of sense. But, yeah, so he finds out, he does that, and he's just like, yeah, I'm kind of just, like, looking for my people. And then he, you know, him, Ned, and MJ are just, like, talking, because they're just like, you can't be the real Peter Parker. This, that was funny. When- and he's just, like, proving the whole motive, like, he's Peter just to not the one they know. She she grabs she grabs something and throws a it at him. Piece a bread. piece of bread. And she's like, well, if you've got the tingle thing, then then you'd, you'd know. And he's like, it doesn't work for bread. <laughs> <laughs> 
And she's like, she's like, crawl on the ceiling or something. And he jumps up and he just attaches to the ceiling with his fingertips. And he's like, are you happy? And she goes, no, crawl around. And he goes, is this not good enough? And she's like, no. And he's like, how am I hanging here then? Like, how would I be hanging here? And she's like, crawl around. <laughs> and finally Ned's, uh... Ned's, like, grand, like grandma grandmother. is like, can you get that cobweb in the corner? And he's like, yeah, sure. And he just crawls across the, the ceiling. He just fucking swipes the cobweb. And, yeah, they do that, and they're just like, well, fuck. That's the wrong Peter. So Ned tries to spell again. And then out comes fucking Toby Maguire. Yeah. And the fucking theater went goddamn crazy. Yeah, the yeah. theater went crazy when, when Andrew came in. But the theater went even crazier when, when Toby, Toby came in. And Toby's not even in costume. He's just like, he's, just, he's an actual, yeah. he's just straight up, he's Peter. Yeah. And here's something that I noticed, and I need to rewatch it so I can see if I catch this. Uh-huh. I'm going to go ahead and jump a little bit because we, obviously, they interact and, and all of that. And at some point in the movie, Peter is talking to to Andrew about how um, Toby is talking to Andrew and Andrew says that he's not really Peter Parker anymore. He lives most of his life as Spider-Man because he can't settle down with anyone after what happened with Gwen. And Toby tells him that he needs to keep trying because, you know, being Peter and being Spider-Man is is what they're supposed to do and he was able to pull it off i need to rewatch it because i know when they call when they bring toby in that they say find peter parker find peter parker i think when they brought andrew in they they said spider-man i thought that they said spider-man no they both said find peter did they say peter they said both peter of both them? times Okay. I thought I made a connection. <laughs> I'm sorry. You thought you did, but you I don't think you did. But no. He, they bring in both of them, and they're both... And then, like, it's like... They prove that, like, Andrew Gar- Andrew Spider-Man is, like, a version of Peter. And then it's just, like, Andrew and Toby are just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, because they, they were both trying to find... Tom Holland. Yeah, they, they were both, both looking for they him. Were trying to find, they were trying to find their friend. But when they see each other, they're like, they don't know who this person is. So they like just... They like, they have a fucking reaction and they're just like... Other, yeah. And they're just like, oh wait, what the fuck? We're both Spider-Man. Yeah. And they just like have... They just like are trying to connect the dots and whatnot. And they just... They're just there and they're just like chatting each other up for a bit. And that's when they're just like, all right, we have this somewhat, we're confused, but whatever. And they go to, they go, they uh, talk to MJ and they're just like, where would Peter be? Like, would he be, where would Peter be in the moment of a fucking crisis when he cannot handle anything? Because, you know, every Spider-Man has a location just to like, on, like to just de-stress and do whatever. For Toby, it was the Chrysler building. Yeah, for Andrew, it was the Empire State Building. It's got a better view. Yeah, it is a much better view. <laughs> ah, that is a good view. And yeah, and then he has, and then Tom Holland has what the fucking the for, school, the school. They go to the top of the school. Yeah, and up there is where like Ned. They all find him, Ned and 
Ned and MJ find him and console him because the first time they've seen him since everything happened. Mm-hmm. And then Peter, then all the Peters just meet up and talk to each other. About their losses. Yeah, and that shit fucking hurt too. Yeah. Because, like, you can, and, like, you can tell that they're all in, like, different moments of, like, their, like, loss process. Because at this point, for, like, Toby Maguire, it's been a long time. He's gotten his chance, like... It's been like twenty years. Yeah, it's been a while that he's had a chance to like just grieve over grieve over Spider grieve over like the loss of Uncle Ben. He's had his time to like grieve Aunt and process. May's probably dead at that point too. Yeah, Aunt yeah. May's probably gone. So he's like he's lost to both of them. But at this but at this point in time he has he has MJ. Mm-hmm. So like he has someone like to tether him onto you know, tether him like into being Peter still. And I noticed this with Andrew he still can fucking barely talk about Gwen. Yeah. Without almost fucking breaking down and crying. Like, he has not recovered properly. Well, you from have to that. think he's probably been reliving that moment over and over and over again. Yeah. So he is not, he still has not fully recovered from it. He's still hurt. And obviously, like. No, and he talks about how he's more ruthless now. Yeah. He, he, he stopped pulling pull his punches. punches. Yeah. Because he's just like, I don't have a reason to not pull him. He's just whatever he doesn't have a reason to, he doesn't have anyone just like to tether him back to being peter he's just like well i'm just spider-man i don't have shit to do i don't have a family he just kind of does what he yeah. does he just pulled he stopped pulling his punches a long time ago yeah and at this point you know you have the two sides of like of peter and spider-man and tom holland just in the middle just like i don't know what the fuck to do yeah because i mean like you said even even with that, Andrew shows up and he's in his Spider-Man suit. Peter shows, uh, Toby shows up and look like a he's fucking just... youth pastor. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just dressed in normal clothes and yeah, with the suit underneath, as we find out later. Yeah, obviously, uh, yeah. always got to have it handy. Yeah, so he <laughs> and like they both sit there and give him like the advice he needs to hear, and he's just like, yeah. And at that point, they're just like, well. If you want to get all this shit fixed, we just got to go and move on and, like, go and get all these cures ready for everyone. So they all set out downstairs to the school lab and all three Spider-Mans are getting to work. Fixing up up cures for everybody. And they find out that that Toby shoots the webs through his wrists, not not through web shooters. Yeah, Yeah. they found out he has natural webs and they're just like, what the fuck? They're like, that's disgusting. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> which has been a joke for years, and and they actually put it in the movie. Yeah, they're just like, which, how? How did that fucking happen? Yeah, and she's like, how do you do that? It's fucking odd. But and then they uh they all they all have like their respective conversations too, yeah. which I think are I didn't I realized until we all started we until we were sitting down talking later, and when I talked through like. One of the things that actually will probably come back later, and it'll hurt like a motherfucker, but yeah, it'll come back and hurt everybody in the way as possible, is um, Ned is talking to Andrew Garfield, Peter, and he's just like, so did you have a best friend? And he's like, he's, I think he talks to Pete, he talks to um Toby. To- Toby, and he's just like, yeah, um, I had my best friend Harry, who uh, died in my arms because he wanted to kill me. And he's just, and that, that literally, like, that shakes fucking Ned to the core. Well, and if you look in the background, Andrew Spidey goes, yeah, and just nods his head. They both have, they both have had their best friend want to kill them. And because Harry killed Gwen. 
Yeah, Harry is the was, one that killed Gwen and was for um Andrew. Yeah. And Harry I'm like in Toby's Harry had a redemption arc, but still. Yeah, he's it was too to little too late. <laughs> yeah. And Ned just looks at uh Tom Hall and he's just like Bro, I promise not to try to kill you as a best friend. Which yeah, I is, promise to not turn into a villain and try, try to, to kill you. <laughs> and, like, it... And as we'll get to later, that's a joke that'll probably come back and hurt everybody in the worst way possible. Yeah. But uh, they all have, like, their respective talks with each other. There are a lot of fucking funny conversations between all the Spider-Men with each other. And they're all just like, alright, let's go to the fucking Statue of Liberty and uh, fight off all the villains. So they go to uh, Tom Holland calls up John, like Jameson, and it's just like, if y'all want to fight me, like he first of all he takes he takes responsibility for what has happened, yeah. which I think is the most important part of like that moment. Honestly, yeah. he takes he takes responsibility and is just like, yeah, I fucked this up, but I'm gonna like fix it. And he calls out all of the villains. It's just like, if y'all want the fucking... If y'all want the box, y'all know where to fucking find me at the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. If y'all want to go, let's go. Yeah, so... They all have... It takes a minute for everybody to show up, too. Yeah. So while they... Like, while they're there, like... The, all of the Peters are talking to each other. Just doing... Like, shooting the shit back and forth with each other until that then. That was so great, though. It was a real... It was good, because I'm like, that's that's just how... That is how, like, three from Peters would just fucking handle the situation to be like, well... We got fucking time. We're just gonna fucking set all this shit up and then just shoot the shit well, for a while. And to go back to what we were saying about, like, in the beginning during, like, our non-spoiler review... Mm-hmm. Um, they also... They all felt like continuations of their of their versions. Yeah, because they tell you, like... And then that's why, in the conversations in the lab, they tell you almost precisely where the fuck they've been yeah. since the movie's ended. Because all, all the... Uh, can Compared to all the villains, all the villains pop up before they die. Yeah. All the Peters pop up long after they've had their, like, excursions with the vi- with villains. Because they make... Ref- they even make references to fucking Rhino in Amazing Spider-Man 2 and fucking Venom in, Ama- in Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Because they're all talking about the weirdest the weirdest villains they fought. And Andrew brings up, I fought a man in a rhino suit, in a robotic rhino suit. And Toby's just like, I fought an alien from outer space that was like a black goo spider alien from outer space. And then t- Tom says, I well, fought I, an alien went, too. I went to space and fought a purple alien. And they're all and just like, like, what? I want to fight an alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's just because he's just like, I'm like lame compared to the two of you. And then like Toby's just like, you're amazing. You're amazing. Which I think was also very funny. You're he's just like, you're an Say amazing. It, you're Spider- amazing. He's an amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. And I was just like, and that was, that was just a funny moment. And they're all just like sitting there talking. And then eventually, like, you know, Electro pops up with the arc reactor uh, in them. Or where they're all like, they're trying to fight them. And, then they, and can't they all can't fight fucking them. coordinate. And so they're like, all right, we need to discuss this. We need to be like a team, like the Avengers. Great. Yeah, and so he's that. Like, dude, he's like, oh, that's great. What is what that? is that? Andrew's like you in a band or something <laughs> like. What, like are you in a band? That's so cool. What's the Avengers? You guys don't have the Avengers where you're from? No. What no. is that? Because all the universes did not get a fucking superhero set up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they only had Spider Man. Yeah. But like, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then Tom's like, "Okay, we have to figure out who's gonna be who." I'm I'm Spider Man one, and, and Toby's like Spider Man two. It's. <laughs> 
Spider-Man 3! <laughs> they're just like, fuck it, might as well. Because there's no other way to fucking identify the three of them as. Yep. We're all Peter. Ned's like, hey, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was also we're a funny moment. Um, and Peter then he's like, Parker. Peter Parker. We're all, we're all Peter, Peter Parker. Parker. Try again. Spider-Man? That's oh, all of us. <laughs> But yeah, that happens, and they're like, yeah, like they they realize they can't fucking coordinate to save their lives. But they have a pep talk. They have fucking Andrew Garfield is just like, I love both of you, and they're both like, thanks. And then <laughs> and then they get to fucking work because that scene was fucking good. that scene. Oh, but they're all just no. fucking jumping with the moon behind them, like. Yeah. Great scene. Yeah, that was great. Or where they all pose on the Statue of Liberty. Liberty. Yeah. I was like, that was fucking great. And just like the just like the trailer showed, because someone uh didn't fix the the Spider Man No Way Home trailer for Brazil where you see that lizard gets hit by something and there's no one down there, you see that sure enough That was Andrew Garfield. It was Andrew Garfield's Spider Man kicked him. Yep, and from that point on you Everyone just goes to work just working on their uh, respective villains. Like, Andrew Garfield is working on... He works on Lizard. Lizard. Toby Toby's... works on Sandman. Yeah, and, and then... Tom Holland works on Electro. They all end up working on Electro, Electro. but... That's uh... a bigger... Yeah, that's because of a bigger problem. Yeah. Because you've, like... I mean, to be fair, like... Electra was kind of an overpowered villain when he gets the chance to be overpowered. Oh yeah, out of all which of I them, think was this was the best example of like out of all of them, he's the most overpowered. Like the man has a fucking arc reactor in his chest. Yeah, he, I like the new new. And they didn't get, and like <laughs> honestly, if he took that further, yeah, no, he would he would have probably fucking murdered all of them. Oh yeah, but but it's but it's Doc, Doc, Doc comes Oc in comes in and just fucking puts the inhibitor on him and just fixes him. And I and like after, and when they start curing all of the all of them, I think that this is I think it's all a good moment because every they every Spider Man has their chance talks like their respective villain like for like when he uh, they cure Electro, Andrew Tom was actually the one that Tom had took no, care of Lizard yeah Tom took, He's care, the one of that Lizard, took care of Lizard and Andrew was talking to Electro because they have a funny conversation he just like you grew up in Queens you're always helping the poor out. I honestly thought you were black, and he's just, and Andrew's just like, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> That's the funny part, like, <laughs> is he's like, I was hoping you were black, and Andrew's like, I'm sorry, sorry. man. And he just, <laughs> and then he just like, there has like a black Spider-Man out there somewhere, which I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> and that's a, that's the, I'm like, there is, we don't know where the fuck that's going, but it's somewhere, but they do that, um, Flint is like, uh, Toby works on Flint and cures him. Keeps him locked up at the top of the fucking Statue of Liberty. Um, but I, I will say, mm-hmm. since we're at this point, one thing I did notice. What's up? And one thing that, uh... Yeah. Uh, I don't know how I exactly feel about it. I need to know more about the behind-the-scenes stuff. But, uh, throughout the whole movie, Sandman was in his sand form. Yeah. Lizard was in his lizard form. Which um, that I can... That's fine. That I can yeah. pass. The sand form is the one odd. I can't get behind. But when Toby hears Sandman, Sandman turns back into Flint Marco, and it wasn't new footage. It was just the footage... It was actually the footage of him coming in Spider-Man 3 when he comes out of the sewer, like, after he gets washed away. Um, and he comes back 
uh, and he's trying to like turn his hand from mud back into sand. Like sand. Uh, it's that scene, but it's just reversed. So he's going like from mud to to human, mm-hmm. and you can tell like. I talked to shout out to Garrett since he listens to this podcast. Talked to him and he pointed out that whenever Sandman turned, he looked wet. Yeah, he did. And it's because it was that footage mm. of of him coming yeah. out of the water. He looked wet. And the same thing same happened thing with, with Lizard. Lizard. Yeah, the footage of him turning back into Kirk Connors uh, is just the footage from the Amazing Spider-Man one when he's on top of Oscorp Tower and he's watching his arm disintegrate it's just that footage because he doesn't even have a he doesn't even have a speaking line yeah which i think is weird because like they had the actual actors come back and voice both of the characters so i'm I, my thing is i just wonder if they just weren't on set. like i think because be of set. yeah i think because of when they might have done the stuff it might just not their schedules might have just not worked out they or, might have had other projects going exactly so like that i'm just like whatever it happens but like it's noticeable if you really if you know the fucking movies, you'll notice that shit almost immediately. Yeah, it's not it's not a bad thing. Like, yeah, it's like, just something that I noticed, and I'm like, yeah, eh. <laughs> could have been better, but it happens. But yeah, they all cure him, and honestly, like yeah, like I said, Andrew Garfield talks to Electro. We get a really good moment of fucking Peter of Toby. And Doc Ock having a conversation again because, you know, at this point, Doc Ock has been good. He's just been laying low the entire time. Yeah. And he's just, like, they've just been... So he gets a chance to talk to uh, Peter. And he says the the line of just, the power of the sun. And Toby finishes in the palm of your hand. And they just greet each other like old friends. I'm like, this is fucking nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was a good moment. And then it gets fucking interrupted because then Green Goblin comes in. and He's just like the last one alive. And I love it how we just hear him scream from off screen, Can Spider-Man come out and play? And he's just like, and at that point... They all have to fucking get to work on it, but it's mostly Tom Holland who's just like, yeah, this is my fucking fight. Yeah, because they end up getting knocked away from everyone else. Yeah. And because uh, they were all around the box that, that Doctor Strange had. and mm. Oh, yeah. Doctor Strange, Strange comes back. Yeah. He he comes back from being trapped in fucking Grand Canyon for a while. and he, <laughs> 12 hours. Because that's, that's where he sees that, like, Peter's... Peter's goal of, like, curing all the villains has actually been working. Yeah. But he's also just like, well, fuck, I kind of, I still have to do it. He's willing, he's he's literally going to sit, he was going to sit there and give Peter a chance to finish the job. Yeah, but Green Goblin, Goblin blew, blew up, up the, the box, box, which caused the multiverse to, to start fucking splitting. Crack. So he, so, like, while that's all happening, the statue literally breaks down and fucking mj falls and that was, oh that shit God. scared the fuck out of me because like pete like tom holland goes for it and we all he, keep trying to say peter goes for it it's like yeah like one. tom goes all peter. tom goes for it and gets fucking tackled by the glider and she's about to fucking hit the ground and andrew garfield is just like i cannot let this happen again and he fucking rushes out there and gets to her and saves her and he and I feel fucking horrible because he needs a goddamn hug. He's about to fucking cry again. I know he starts tearing up and he's like, "Are you okay?" And she goes, "Yeah, are you okay?" And he's, he's like, he has a fucking reply, and I'm like, "He needs a fucking hug." So immediately, so someone pointed out um, during that scene, mm-hmm. 
he doesn't use his webs. He does. He just fucking goes. He for catches her. like he, he. He just grabs catches her. her with with his hands. He uses his webs to get closer. Mm-hmm. But because his webs, he knows what the fuck would happen. Gwen. Yeah. He knows that he has to catch her. Oh no! They reach Gwen. They just fucking break your goddamn neck. They didn't neck. reach her in time. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's similar to the move that uh, Toby used in to Spider-Man 3 to save, save Gwen. M- yeah. Because he uses his webs to bring himself forward so he can catch her. Yeah. And then we just saw how Andrews went. So <laughs> he catches... Trial and error. Yeah, he catches MJ in his arms. Yeah. To make sure that... That he doesn't lives. fucking die. Yeah. And yeah, so that happens. And and then it's Tom V. Goblin one on one. And, and I they got, fucking go to town. I got chills, honestly, because uh, Green Goblin says, are you really going to try and cure me or something like that? And Tom goes, no, I just I'm wanted to kill you, you myself. And, and I was he like, just goes to fucking. Oh. He goes to fucking work because they just have a fucking battle on the fucking Statue of Liberty's Captain America shield. Yeah. Because that's the thing that was fucking happening. Yep. So they, they fight on the... They fight... <laughs> that was the weird... <laughs> like, oh. I fucking hate that. They're putting the fucking Captain America shield They're on the trying Statue to honor Cap. No. A true American yeah. hero. You know, everybody's honoring Cap with the fucking shield on the Statue of Liberty and the goddamn Rogers the Musical but where's Tony on Stank Broadway. You? Yes! Tony literally... Fucking died and brought everyone back. Yes, he literally died. He wouldn't have. Well, half well, the... We don't know if Steve Rogers is dead. He's he retired, but who gives a shit? <laughs> he retired. <laughs> Whereas Tony literally fucking died. Yeah. Yeah, but regardless, they're fighting on this, and they're just putting in the fucking work. This this final fight. Is what feel it's it's what feels like the fucking Spider Man one fight, but it's reversed. It's reversed because, because Peter Peter yeah. is the one that actually gets Goblin down and starts fucking beating the shit out of him. And then you see this motherfucker try to grab the entire, not just like a piece of the board, because he had a blade that he knocked out of his hand too. Yeah, he, he pulled out like a knife and try to and he fucking blo- and like Peter just catches and just gets out of it like puts it to the side. It's still it's still on the fucking ground. It's still there the entire time. But Peter is like, nah, fam. I'm going to fucking cue with the entire goddamn glider. Yeah. Because he had, like, the glider spikes are already out. And Picks he just up grabs the whole it. thing over his head. And it's about to fucking stab him. But Toby, Toby Spider-Man is the one that stopped him. Because he's like, you, he's you like, don't want to do, do this again. <laughs> yeah. You don't want it. And then my fucking hearts get the beat. Because I forget. Toby gets stabbed in the back. And I'm like, wait, you've done this before. This is happening to you. I got, I got fucking terrified. I'm like, wait a minute, you've been stabbed before. This is fine. Well, he's the one that makes that joke. Yeah, yeah he's just like, I've been stabbed before. It's all good. Andrew's like, hey, buddy, you okay? He's like, yeah, I've been stabbed before. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and then like, later, he's like, you're in real pain, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. But he just like he stops he stops Tom Holland from doing it, and while they're doing that, fucking Goblin stabs him. Like, start to fucking do a villain rant, but then. One of them just fucking grabs the cure and just puts it in his goddamn neck again. Yeah. So they actually do cure. They cure all the villains. Everyone is okay. However, the multiverse is cracking and there are so many different villains that already know who Peter is. Mm-hmm. And they're all just there trying to like break out. And 
Doctor Strange is just like, I cannot keep, I cannot do this. It's either they break out or I fucking close it. But he has no way to really do it. And then Peter comes up with an idea of not having the world forget that he was Spider-Man. But having the world forget that Peter even existed. Yeah. And it's, and Doctor Strange is just like, no, that's not what I'm going to do. Doctor Strange was going to like find a loophole to figure this out and help him. But Peter was just like, no. It's the only way. It's the only way that'll actually work. And he's just like... Well, if you're ready to do so, then go and say your goodbyes. So he yeah. talks to Nothing talks to the other Spider Men, tells them, you know, you guys are going home. Do go work on yourselves, reunite with some people, be happy. So he t- he talks to them and they're just like, Yeah, we're gonna just fucking chill down here for a minute. And then he goes up and talks to Ned and talks to uh MJ and you know they're all they all have a moment but like of course him and mj have like the stronger moment they're just like if even if you mj's just like even if i forget i'm still just gonna find out somehow yeah and one she tells him i love you and he goes to say it and she says tell it to me when you see me again And Ned and him are just like, we're just going to fucking figure it out. I feel like he'll definitely figure it. He'll, I think, I feel like something will click when they fucking do a handshake again. And he does it. He, he makes the choice and he just goes ahead and just has Dr. Strange do the full spell. And a few days go by, like the spell is done. The multiverse is saved and everyone all the villains go home alive this time Mm -hmm. better and they're just they're all good well the other versions of peter are good except for tom holland tom holland spider-man goes yeah it's shocking because he comes he goes back to uh everything settles down and he just a few weeks ago, Bobby just like it's like a quick time, like fast forward to like a couple days. Couple days later, and he uh, he goes to the coffee shop that MJ works at, and he goes there, and she does not know who he is, and neither does Ned. Yeah, and they like him. Ned and MJ are still friends, regardless. They're still friends, but he he notices that like MJ and Ned are just fine. And he has a whole letter just to tell MJ, hey, you don't remember me, but I remember who you are. He he has a whole like list of details just to tell her. And he only manages to tell tell her the whole thing of just like expecting disappointment. You if you expect disappointment, you won't be disappointed. Yeah. And she catches that, but he doesn't make a further correlation to anything. No. He sees how they are and he just leaves them be. And he goes to an apartment. He act no before he goes to his apartment. He stops by uh, Aunt May's grave and Happy doesn't Happy Happy knows Spider Man but not Peter. Yeah, which once again you can fix that by just <laughs> take tell it him out. again. Dumbass. Yeah, tell him again. But, <laughs> but like tell him again, dumbass. But he just like they're there and he's just like we both know her through Spider Man and they have another talk because Happy's just like. It it doesn't get easier because he's still he's still hurt from losing Tony. Yeah, that scene was also fucking hurtful because he's just like I I've lost two people I care about almost back in, to back back to back and it doesn't get easier. 
Yeah. And There's no way home for Spider-Man. Yep. Well, I mean, he has a new home and an apartment. I know, but there was no way home. Oh. Aunt May's gone. Nobody knows who he is. He's a fucking orphan. Well, he's not even an orphan. He's a fucking... He's 18. He's just... He's wiped off the grid. He's just... Social security number and everything. It's like... Well, I think he still has a... a damn, what the fuck? No. <laughs> he wouldn't have a social security number either yeah. because he doesn't exist. Brother, man, he has he a got played like Billy Costigan, Leonardo DiCaprio in The Departed, a race. Nobody knows well, who fuck, he is. Fuck yeah, he did get straight up a race. The only difference is he didn't get shot in the face going down the elevator. Yeah, but he <laughs> he does that and he uh, moves into a new, he moves into an apartment by himself, which we just thought, with actual logistics, that makes no fucking sense, but whatever. It's a fucking movie. Movie got a movie. I yeah. wish it was Mr. Ditkovich. I wish that was one. just a slight cameo. Or from like, Toby. From Toby Spider-Man. Yeah. And just Give like, me rent. It just would have been a good, it would have been a good cameo, but alas, we could not get that. But he moves into an apartment. He And honestly, it it ends sadly because you he gets, he's unpacking his stuff and you think he would put up a picture of like him, Ned and MJ. But nope, he puts up the fucking Lego of Palpatine. And well, you gotta think. That he, was how he met the both of them. No, he doesn't have that photos of him and Ned and MJ. Fuck! There are no, no photos because he doesn't exist. Oh god, that's fucking mean. That's, <laughs> that's mean. mean. <laughs> but yeah, but he has the he only has the Lego Palpatine that he got from Ned in the first movie, and. uh yeah, he becomes, honestly, he becomes like a, he ends this movie off being a more traditional Spider-Man with the fucking police tracker Yeah, on him and with the he, new suit. He makes a red and blue suit. He makes like a, he makes the classic red and blue suit and honestly, Looks fucking earned good. it. Yeah, he, I think that he took that from Toby and Pete, to- Andrew. Toby and Andrew, yeah. Because uh, it kind of has like a bigger spider on the back, like uh mm-hmm. Like, uh, Andrews. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he definitely took inspiration from the two of them and just made his own suit. It's a... Looks fucking great. And yeah. he's just on his... And at this point, he's on his own. He, he... We don't know if he got into MIT. We know that MJ and Ned are in MIT. They both got accepted after, uh... Well, no. Them getting that fucking rejection because they know Spider-Man doesn't fucking happen. Yeah. So they just straight up... They get accepted to MIT like they should have been. Yeah. So they go. That does that mean? This, I guess that means Flash gets accepted too. Flash was already accepted. accepted. He was accepted because he didn't. He didn't even have any correlation to Spider Man. Yeah. He just got accepted to MIT, which is fucking shocking. But whatever. Yeah. But he. Uh, that, well, he's smart. He is. He's Flash just not is smart. I know. It's just like not the Flash that I'm that like we're I know, used I, to. I, I'm not the biggest fan of this Flash Thompson. Yeah, but he get. They all are. They all go to MIT. We don't know what Peter does because. He technically can't go to MIT. Because well, he had a textbook for getting your GED. That man so has to fucking he start couldn't high even school. finish high school. He had to fucking start high school. God damn, he has to fucking start high school all over again. God fucking damn it. Bro, I'd be pissed. Like, <laughs> We're going back to school. I gotta start over with high school. Bro, I'd be pissed. No. okay, uh, yeah. hear me out, hear me out. He starts the school year. Him and Miles are classmates. Miles Morales. Yeah, even Miles are classmates. Yeah, cool. We did we did mention that like we don't know if Miles got blipped out for the five years because we know he exists because his uncle who will eventually become the prowler if they do that 
is here, does exist yep. in the MCU. So Miles is around. We just don't know how old he is. But yeah. if he didn't get blipped, if he didn't get blipped, there's a chance he would be in high school by this point. So we don't know. But it ends on such a fucking dark and upsetting, not upsetting, it's bittersweet because he chooses not to involve Ned and MJ in his secret life. He just chooses to be on his own. The more I think about it and the more I sit on it, the sadder it makes me feel. This is worse than anything that happened to any of the other (laughs) Spider-Men. He, like, yeah, Andrew lost Gwen Stacy. But literally Tom Holland, nobody knows he even exists. Yeah, and everyone that would know he exists is fucking dead. Yeah. So, therefore, yeah, he 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 has a fresh pace to start off from. And he could just do what the fuck he pleases. And it's such a bittersweet Damn, moment. Damn, he ain't even a part of the Avengers anymore. Well, people Spider-Man, know Spider-Man, but they Spider-Man don't know Peter. Be part of the Avengers. So, Spider-Man could still be... Because uh, everything that happened with Thanos still have, happened. Why doesn't he have the OG suit that he's had in the other two ones? Maybe he just chose because to reject. Because he wanted to make a new one. He, to... he still has the Stark suit. Oh, he does? Okay. He would, it makes sense that he would still have to. All the gadgets and the gizmos. He, uh, like he, still, he would take me have the Stark suit because it would still be made. Oh, and he was still wearing it. Yeah, he yeah. was still wearing it. So, like, it still exists. He just is, he's getting rid of it for now. He doesn't want that. That's, he wants to. He wants to be his own. He wants to start fresh. So, he's made. that's why he made himself a brand new suit. To do his own thing. Well, because you have to think, if he, if the Stark suit gets fucked up, he has no way to repair it because he doesn't have access to the Stark tech anymore. Yeah, well, he, I mean, he could break in, but that's, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's a little iffy. Yeah, that's a little (laughs) iffy. But, uh, yeah, so he just doesn't have that, and then, the movie just fucking ends. Yeah. It ends on a dark, it just ends on so fucking upsetting because he's just swinging through NY with yeah. the police tracker in hand, just listening to what's going on, and he yeah. just fucking... Yeah, it's a pisser for sure. But those post-credit scenes, so... <laughs> well, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sad, sappy shit. Nobody knows who he is. All we're right. talking about for ten more minutes anyway. So the post-credit scene <laughs> in Spider-Man fuck? No Way Home. It's a continuation of the post-credit scene of Venom. Let there be carnage. Yeah. Oh, this is, what, this is what Levi was looking forward to. <laughs> yeah. like, you can yeah, take yeah, it yeah. from here, Levi. <laughs> Yeah, go for Ven- it. Venom and uh, Eddie Brock, they're chilling down in the lobby of the Cabana with Tony Stark. Yeah, they, never, they, never left, they did not leave Mexico after uh, nah. after that. Nah, they, they just got sent in and they they spent like an entire day or two in the lobby trying to figure shit out, learn about the Avengers and Spider-Man and Thanos and all this shit. He pisses off the bartender because his family got blipped for like five years and being <laughs> insensitive to it. Because he, so- he doesn't believe it. He's just like, what the fuck? Right, right, like, right. He's like, this he's is like, not alien. Don't want rocks. They want to eat brains. And then I was disappointed. I was disappointed. I got pissed off that he got sent back to his universe, so he never gets to interact with the fucking Tom Holland, Peter Parker, Spider Man, because he was literally spent his whole fucking time down in that lobby instead of making his way to New York for a day and whatnot. We could technically still get a piece of Tom Hardy could still be part of it, not as like. Not as Eddie, but as a Venom, because yeah. at the end. Well, of that, yes, yes, that's what I was getting to. Like at the end of it, that's what I was getting to. Was that after after he goes back to his universe because you know they fix shit and whatnot? Um, fucking, the little bit, little bit of the symbiote of Venom is left on the counter and starts to crawl its little little ass away from that countertop. So. 
I there is a possibility for Venom to, to be in the MCU. the MCU. I but that was the fucking shocker because I was like, I mean, that like we shocker. were. Was I was expecting. Trailer. I was expecting like, you know, Venom to pop up, and I was like, all right, cool, we get a Venom post credit scene, and I was expecting the last post credit scene to be like both of the Peters going back to their time, their, their world, and just seeing how that actually runs. Because we never get, we don't know yeah. what happens when they go back. But instead, we get a fucking, not just like a scene, we get a full fucking trailer for Multiverse of Fucking Madness. Yeah. Yeah. Because, Directed you know, by Sam Raimi. Yeah. Directed yep. by Sam I, Raimi. I could see that Sam Raimi influence. Yeah. Cause, in, uh, uh, in some of those shots. Mm-hmm. Definitely gave uh, Evil Dead vibes. Because Sp- Spider-Man faced his consequences for what he did. And now Doctor Strange has to face his consequences for yeah. what the fuck he recently did. I like how I like how we all or like the internet like before this came out and we had uh like WandaVision and Loki, we all were like Doctor Strange's gonna be like, Alright, who broke the multiverse? <laughs> and and then it's like it was me. I broke the multiverse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean I, I didn't mean to, but it just kind of fucking happened. Yeah, because like everyone's been like, no, like Wanda's gonna be the villain of fucking Multiverse of Madness, but no, he is. He goes to her and he's just like, dead ass Wanda, I need your help for real. Yeah, I can't do. He's just like, bro, I fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do this alone. And I think the biggest fucking thing is seeing Doctor Strange, Strange Supreme, Supreme, who is from b- what fucking if. what if. And that is the best fucking thing that that was so unexpected. But I was just like, "Holy now shit!" Now I gotta watch fucking what, what if? Do I have you to watch do. all you of honestly, for just the one episode. You gotta watch all, all of it. it. Well, he could he can no, watch all the final episode. I was like, he watched from that the episode four onward, technically, from the Doctor yeah, Strange episode onward. Well, yeah, but they still make references to the episodes before. Oh Fuck, you're right. Because you remember are the last they, like thirty yeah, minutes? They're all half hour episodes. Yeah. We could all watch it tonight, tonight, actually. No, I'm getting drunk. Yes, so, but also, we get to see Wanda. We get to see Wanda, Doctor Strange Supreme. We get some clips of America Chavez in this yeah. as well, who has been speculated to be in the movie, and yep. she's there. And fucking Shima Gorath. Shima Gorath, yep. Which, as soon as me and Bernie started talking about this, Levi and Irv were just like, what the fuck are you two talking yeah, about? I'm, we're talking about a giant he, eyeball that's got tentacles. Who is a fucking... He's like... He, I don't know. He's... It's fucking he's strong. one of the power... Like, the most powerful... Oh, so it's another motherfucking starfish the, from the Suicide Squad? No. No. He's one of the fucking most powerful, like, mystical beings in existence. We also see Baron Mordo again. We do. Who we Longer haven't. Hair. I know we haven't. Well, we haven't. That seen took me a minute since, to be like, damn. I was like, that's Baron Mordo. Yeah, we haven't seen him since uh, since the original Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's been five. We've been it's waiting been more than we've, five years. We've actually, been waiting for the follow up of that fucking post credit scene since twenty seventeen. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. That's what been what scene? the Doctor Strange post credit scene with Baron Mordo. When just... Baron Mordo starts taking oh, uh, yeah, people's yeah, yeah. magic because they don't deserve it, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah we get to I see... forgot about that because it, we that was exactly. 20, that was twenty sixteen. That's what I say. Yeah. And yeah, it's been like yeah. it's been years since he left. 
Yeah, because, because that we took don't place know if, in 2016. And we and from the hair, you can tell that Baron Mordo didn't get blipped out. Yeah. No. He, he stayed. He grew out his hair, yeah. And who knows how much power, how much magic he's stolen in the so five holy years. Holy shit. He it's could be powerful. Fucking... It's been like over five. It's been like six, seven Seven years. years. It's been seven years. 2016 to 2023. 2023. And who knows how much further the time this movie will take place. Yeah. So, like, it could be... Maybe it could probably be like eight years at this point. He's had a chance to garner eight years of magic from yeah. other people, and also he's seen to be like in like a like a monastery of like other people. It also looked like he was working with Doctor Strange Supreme. That makes sense because Doctor Strange Supreme just kind of doesn't. He just wants like one thing. Well, and he's been absorbing people's people. magic. So they would. It makes sense that they would just work together. We about to get fucked up in May. We are. It's about to be a fucking. Show. We gotta come back together in May for Doctor Strange. It's gonna be fucking. <laughs> dude, Multiverse of Madness is like the one MCU movie that I've really been looking forward to. Yeah, it's gonna be a fucking shit show of mm. what the actual. Fuck you think Loki will pop up in it because of how? I, feel like I he think has so. To. He has to. I feel like he has to. No I feel like they're gonna they're gonna fuck around and he's gonna be like Loki's gonna be like. What the fuck, Doctor Strange? I'm curious when season two of Loki debuts. It'll have to happen before Multiverse. Well, do you think Doctor Strange will pop up in Loki? I think it'll be a post-credits at the end of the season. Because we we were all expecting Doctor Strange to show up in WandaVision, and that didn't happen. Mm, So do you think maybe Doctor Strange would show up in season two of Loki? I mean, maybe. We don't know. Or Loki will have to show up in Doctor Strange Multiverse. Yeah, that's why I feel like he's going to probably be like, Doctor Strange, what the fuck did you do? Because he's going to be like, this is not a fucking proper timeline. What the fuck? But then he's just like, and when well, this it, is actually my fault. Ant-Man. That comes That's out in 2023. Okay, so we got to wait another year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I don't really have much else to talk about with the movie. I think we have, like, said, we've, 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 said the whole fucking movie. Mike. Yeah, yeah you, literally went, you yeah, literally went through the whole movie. movie. <laughs> I, I, I think we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if that's the case, I guess we should give out ratings. Oh, yeah, shit. I've been sitting on... I've been thinking about this for a long... Like, all day. I give it at least an eight. At least an eight? Yeah. I give No Way Home at least an eight. What's your score, Levi? Oh, man, I don't know. I give it, like, a 7.6 out of 10. Oh, man, I'm about to really disappoint you, though. Don't... It better not be a nine. Anything nine or higher, No. It needs to be and, and eight's a little bit pushing it, but I'll settle for anything in the eights because I know how much it means to you. I'm giving. I'll, I'm straight. I'll give it just a fucking nine point two. Bro, no, no, That's fuck too you. Much. It's not too much. An eight point nine, a, I would take. No, like I, I think I was thinking an eight or an eight point five. Like so. I feel like to me this is like a nine. I think this is oh, this is a fucking strong ass way to end off a trilogy. Yeah, I'd and that be. really like that alone just stands out so hard and just like. This is how you're going to end it, and you're going to do it on such like a depressing, but such a good fucking note. All of it was just done so well. It, it was. was so like, yeah, like I'm sticking to my. I'm gonna. You know what? Fuck it. I'll give it. I'll give it. I'll lower it to just a solid nine. That I'll. That's fine. <laughs> Not. I'll, so I'll, yeah, I'll, it's a nine. So whatever. Take it or leave it. I'll take it. But yeah, on that note, <laughs> we. Have talked about one movie for like two hours. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I hope you guys enjoyed this. We'll be back in a couple of weeks to wrap up Hawkeye and a couple other movies that we've probably a whole seen. Whole bunch of Oscar contenders and those are coming out. I soon. saw Don't Look Up. 
this past week. Yeah, so we got a couple. Before Netflix. We got a couple things to knock out before the year ends. So Spike Lee just signed on a multi-film deal with Netflix. So. Yeah, I know. So does Steven Spielberg. All right, and, <laughs> and yeah, funny. Oh, funny enough, that's fucking ironic. That but is ironic. On that note, we will be back in a couple weeks. I, wait a second, no, we won't. We'll be back next year. We will. Yeah, yeah. we'll be back next year. Twenty twenty two, baby. Yeah, Let's we're go. gonna fucking wrap I up. I don't we're, think you guys want to record on. Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve. I have to have this done by New Year by Christmas or whatnot. But we'll talk to you guys next year and signing off. I'm Brendan. I'm Levi. And I'm Steven. And this has been the Cinemaniacs. Enjoy the rest of your time.